This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. wherever you are in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. And welcome to Bradford City vs Man City Under-21 post-match chat and any other City-related stuff. I'm John Byrne, Stan at the minute. How are you getting on, Stan? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Johnny, how are you? Sound, mate. Just got back from football. Uh, enjoyed the game. We played well. Yes, we did. And Tyler Smith, first half hat trick. What's going on? And we scored from a corner. Yeah, well, I, th- I think um, quite a few things. In I mean, we we played a, a kind of technically good um, Man City uh, youth side or under twenty ones or whatever it was. But um, I, I think it was for the most part in that first half, men against boys, wasn't it? And um, it's good for Tyler to get get you know some goals, get his confidence up, and um, also you know we talked about him the other day, didn't we, about him being an off the shoulder kind of um, player. Yeah, and, and pretty much that's how he scored his goals was was literally um, being an off the shoulder kind of player. So um, so yeah, so it was. Um, it, it was good, some good performances um, all round. I mean, it's, it's different, isn't it? Because it, it's, it's a very different game to the League 2 sort of um, style. But, um, yeah, I think lots of positives from tonight. And we also are joined... Two seconds. I'll just about stairs. Where are we? And we also joined by regulars Raj and Diane. Yep. So I'll start off with Raj. What's your thoughts on the I game? I wasn't allowed the game tonight because I had a few family situations. So I've I've read like updates on what's what's gone on, and it seems like it's been a very good performance from the team. And um, obviously, it's nice to see Tyler Smith, who we talked about the other day. Um, you know about how he started, and we we knew that he's got that pace. He's got that that's a positive for us going into the next set of games, knowing that hopefully this could well kickstart his season. 
And what about you, Diane? I loved it. I know you were at the game I today. Was you gave me a I wave. Did. I saw you in, in your coat. You gave me a I wave. From I was bloody cold. It was cold. It wasn't fair. <laughs> I thought it was a good game. We played really well. Who was your man of the match, Diane? Uh, Tyler Smith, definitely. Tyler. His hat trick was good. Yeah. As they say, a striker breeds of scoring goals and... That will help for whoever the new manager is to help maybe Smith play up from with Cookie. Yeah. See that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just see what happens on Saturday now. That's it. Over to Mark Truman now. Yeah. What do you guys make of that situation, this announcement this um, evening, and what's your thoughts on it, and what do, what's your take, everyone? It's, it's a bit of a strange one. Um... I think we've got. I think we had probably had a manager lined up, but then I'm thinking something must have happened. Yeah. To yeah. get the caretaker to caretaker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bit of a strange one. Um, Rumours galore at the game today. I uh, saw uh, people saying that they saw oh, no. him who used to manage Southampton was about, but apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently he was oh. with uh, Mark Lawn in Mark Lawn's box. Okay. So you could do two and two and equal five with that. I, so uh, I somebody happening. messaged me to say they said that Paul Jewell was there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody messaged me said they heard that Paul Jewell was there. Well, if it was done one, he'd be good enough, but not now. I know. <laughs> but I also want to speak about the uh, savoury incident. I think what happened on about the seventy-fifth minute. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, it has it has now been confirmed oh. by uh, McDonald yeah. that it was a racist incident at the ground by I think one of our fans behind the uh, behind the dugout yeah. to a Man City player. Disgusting, isn't it? I I could so find out probably what that is, but I'm not going to say how I could find out. <laughs> you know, these people will never learn. They need lifetime fans. These kind of people. I mean, they do. After what happened at Omar Bogle on Saturday, that was a disgrace oh, yeah. in itself. And if this is another kind of incident, which it well could be, um, you know, not, I don't know how bad it is, but if that's the case, then the club need to act now and get some action in place against this person and issue a ban with the immediate effect because Bradford does not tolerate racism, full stop. No. Should, should be easy to find, though, shouldn't the person who's done it? Yeah. I thought they had found him, but the cat had done. I'm sure the club uh, will do the right thing because yeah. we're, we're a good club in that respect. And not like you say, there's no place for cretins like that. So, um, so just basically getting banned, and then the less said about idiots like that, the better. And don't give them the the oxygen. Yeah, we're a family club, and we always have been. Exactly. Mm. So moving on from that incident. Uh, we'll go on to so just a quick look at the Northern Group F League. We've uh, qualified. So we've qualified. So Barnsley on six points, Bradford on six, and Man City and Grimsby are now knocked yep. out. So uh, who do you hope, who do you hope we get in the next round? Well, we'd like to finish top of the group because that will help us get a better draw. I'd imagine so. We've got some. Do we play one more game? Yeah, we've got Barnsley, we've got Barnsley at home on the fourteenth. That's depending ah. on the replay with FA Cup. Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, before yeah. tonight, like Diane said, we had four games in a row at home coming up. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Exciting. Not that I know all this. Exciting times for people who love to come to Valley Parade, which we all do. So there you go. 
Yeah. So, so Gary, then obviously, as you said, Raj and uh, and Dan, you know, there's lots of rumours flying around, but in terms of um, the situation as a whole, it, it doesn't breed confidence, does it? Because you, you think uh, what it was sacked on the fourth with yep. no apparent thought of um, who's going to take over. And also, you think, well, there's going to be no budget because getting rid of Hughes is not going to be cheap. Nope. As I kind of said the uh, the other day. The other night. The, the other night. Yeah. You know, the, the, the loss yeah. of sacking Derek Adams. So, if you think of Sparks' record, as has been mentioned, mm. he basically gives Stuart McCall a, a new contract and sacks him, gets uh, in Truman and Sellers, then demotes them, yeah. brings in um, Derek Adams... Sacks him, costs his money. He gets lucky with uh, Mark Hughes, and for most part did well. But then sacks him when um, there's just a little bit of uh, disquiet in in the uh, in the stands. And now we're left where uh, I mean, Kev, Big Kev's done a, a great job for us in in this short period of time. And, um, I, I mean, for me, I, I said at the start when he became caretaker manager that he's too good a player. You know, I'd love to see him play, but obviously it's too much for him to play and manage at the same time. And I think that was probably apparent at um, MK Dons. Yep. So, so where, do we, where do we go from here? Because, obviously, they've released a statement. And as somebody said, to release it just minutes you know, however many minutes there were before a game, is, is basically just max of um, almost desperation. Wow. And so, so, so what what do you think is going on, and where do we go from here? And I'll open that. Yeah, yeah, I'll start first, and Dan will give her input like she does as well. <laughs> I think after reading that statement this evening. Um, it was a bit of a shock for it to come out just before the game because I think they felt the kind of social media pressure from the fans and they will have been aware of it with all the posts and everything, like you said the other day, Stan, with what's been posted on our hashtag. So maybe they've kind of thought we need to come out and give some clarity to the fans because it's just been non-stop manic on our hashtag for the last few days with people just being impatient. So they've probably obviously released a statement and they've obviously then said that they're in the final stage process of narrowing it down to whoever they want to recruit. And then obviously Truman's got the job now until, until next week, I think. And I think before the Barrow game, the, the appointment will be made. So I think that's what's happened. So it's just kind of delayed the process by another week. That's all I can say. Yeah. Over to you. Yeah, I only just read it on my way to the game, like everybody else just saying about that Matt Truman had got in, Kevin's gone back to playing. But it's like they're saying, they're down to the final interviews, but it's just, I think, like you said, Raj, that I think because everybody's been going, speculating who it's going to yeah. be, they've had to put something out. That's it. They've had to put the statement out and say, right, this is what's happening now. Because I think Kevin's probably said, look, I just want to get back to playing. And I can't wait to see Kevin back playing. It's going to be great. So we're happy with I that. I can't, and I hope he plays on Saturday. Definitely. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Do, you th- do you think then in, in that context that the conversation that, um, because if an announcement is going to be made, then you think, well, why not just ask, get Kev to play the one more game on the Saturday um, rather yeah. than, because, I mean, it, it, it kind of strikes of, um, 
amateur hour, doesn't it? In terms of, we've got a caretaker manager, but we'll get rid of not get rid of him, but we'll give it to another one who's going to be a caretaker manager. Um, I, I think it is desperation. I think you guys are right in terms of um, the re- reacting um, to the fans, and it, that could have been avoided um, days and weeks ago just by saying. You only need one statement midweek saying, look, we, we've got a process, we've got a large field, bear with us. Yep. And um, and in the meantime, Kev will be caretaker and uh, we will get the situation resolved as soon as possible. So I think it's, I don't know, yeah, I mean, obviously the question is, is... Um, I'm assuming this is coming. Well, Sparks has to bear the, the the brunt of the blame because he is the CEO, and as or within organisations, it kind of the book stops with the uh, the top man, or, or or at least in somebody of that position. So, is he out of his depth, or is I mean, he's clearly panicking, around, and I've said he kind of needed to grow a spine uh, in terms yeah, yeah. of just holding out with the Hughes um, situation, but. Do you think there's going to be like a takeover attempt? Well, that's been rumoured as well, hasn't it? Um, yeah. And yeah. Like, like, sorry, guys. Uh, in in that is quite feasible, but then with the situation as is in terms of announcing, you know, kind of sort of switching around. Um, I wonder whether it's down to the fact that as a club we should be an easy uh, an easy club to sell but maybe you know when you're talking about the the way the club is run or you know the, the kind of the parameter under which under the parameters that is run by the people in charge or the person in charge that that it's kind of like a harder to convince somebody who maybe has got something a bit more about them as a manager yeah hmm. Somebody doesn't seem to add up in it, like you're saying. It's, um, I think he's losing the um, kind of the mental capacity to be a CEO for me. A lot of people are kind of losing their faith in him. Um, looking at all these polls that have been going about on the hashtag, so I don't know really what to say anymore. It's just like, I just seem like we need a new direction. A new CEO is needed, um, like with Sparks. I think he needs to yeah, just step down at some point. It's just not good enough anymore for me. Yeah, somebody said because Dave Baldwin's left Uddersfield Town, aren't they? Yeah. To bring him back. Yeah, that's what people are saying. One thing about Dave Baldwin, and you know yourself, guys, everyone, even Diane, he didn't take no passengers and he was a smooth CEO. He was good. He was very good, wasn't he, for us? Absolutely yeah. good for us. I'd love, love to get him back. Yeah. Do you, do you think then um, the only way he's coming back is maybe under a new owner? Take off. Yeah. Um, because, you know, obviously he's got to rule with his head and not just his heart. We're all Bradford City fans, but, you know, he's, he's also a businessman and, and um, he's the second. You know, when. Go ahead, Raj. When Dave left us, did he go to Burnley? I think he did, yes. He yeah. did go to Burnley. He was, I think he was probably headhunted um, for Burnley because he'd done so well at Bradford was, City. We had the other lad leave us as well. James Mason. God, God um, another young lad has gone press, presser uh, for Burnley. What was his name? The lad who used to do the programmes. 
they took him as well, didn't they? The, the young lad who just fought cancer, um, good lad, Ellis, they took him as well. I don't they? remember that, but um, well remembered. He's bad, yeah. yeah, he's good lad. He used to be part of that same contingent, so yeah, he went to Burnley as well. Good lad, good worker, Ellis, yeah, he's still about. Uh, yeah, I think Baldwin and I went a similar time, and Ellis was part of that um, yeah, contingent, so. It just shows you Baldwin's recruitment within, um, you know what I mean? From top to bottom, it seemed very good. Even we had a good press, the guy that Burnley took, you know. Yeah. I mean, a good programme guy, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, just to, to read out um, messages, there's a messaging from Alex Rupp out uh, saying, Sparks wouldn't, in my opinion, be appealing to work under. Uh, very panicky due to worrying about season ticket sales making a large amount of revenue. So, um, yeah, that is that is probably a good shout. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's the reason why. I think he should go, he should personally go back to the, like, oh. what do you call it, sector? Where yeah, the commercial, the commercial. The media sector. The media sector. Someone who can do it. I know. I, I, I don't know the guy, uh, but I know he's getting quite a lot of hate on social media at the minute. But basically, if you're if you don't speak to your manager above, or you speak to your manager above, sometimes it's a bit of an hard one, isn't it? Because like the guy who, who's like the chairman and owner, if you don't if you speak to him regularly, or if you never see him like personally. It's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it, for the CEO? Well, I'll, I'll raise a tweet. I'll, I'll find it if you bear with me, but carry on. But it's about basically um, somebody laying the blame with Rupp in that he's allowed himself to be um, almost had the wool pulled over his eyes by, you know, first of all, Rahic, and, and secondly, Ryan Sparks telling him, probably what he wants to hear or you know it's kind of um you know so in, in that respect i mean that that's an opinion and it's I, th th there's always that element of how much is sparks i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Telling Rupp in terms of what's going on, how much is he sugarcoating it? Um... We don't know. This is obviously speculation on our part and, and we're all kind of coming up with hypotheses in terms of what we think is going on. But there's clearly something not right, isn't there, in terms of off the field. Um, and we were, we've been looking in that tech use sacking aside, 
that the players have respected Kev McDonald and, and that, you know, I'll be, I'm, I mean, I am actually glad to, like you said, Raj, glad to see him back now yeah. playing for us because I think he's, yeah. I think he's just cut above. I think he's going to help us, especially in that midfield. I mean, obviously, Richie's done well, but with Kevin coming back in, it's going to be a real big boost to our midfield. It's going to give us something else that might, not many have got in that middle of the park. He's got football in brain. He's got great ability. And, um, yeah, and the experience is going to help. I think it could revitalise our season. Really Definitely. Do. I, I've got nothing but good words to say about Kevin McDonald. And for me, uh, you know, it, it's... I, before he basically kicked a ball in anger for us... Um, I saw him warming up. Um, he was on the bench. I can't remember which game it was. I think we won one of the early games in the season. It was as to do at half time where the warming up and just the way he made contact with the ball and you could see the way the ball left his foot and went to somebody that he actually needed. He wanted it to go to. I thought, wow, look at the way this guy kicks a ball. This guy is has played at a high level, and I thought, yeah. This guy is really good, and he's, he's different gravy, as they say. And um, do you remember his pass in Newport? Match? Yep. One of the was that for um, it was, goal, it was, and also the Stockport game when he put Cook through. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That last minute was it, it was late on, wasn't it? And, and obviously at that point, yeah. I think Cook had just missed a penalty, or they equalised. He went around him, and yeah, um, yeah. but it's his it's his body shape, it's his body position where he will just step back and give himself that yard of space to receive the ball in in very short space of time. And, uh, yeah, the guy's cut above. Um, you know, Stan, people, even the Exeter City fans were saying he played 11 times for them last season. And when he didn't want to stay on, they come to Bath City when he signed a two-year contract. They were a bit gutted. They were saying he's class above. Even they were saying that what a signing he is. That's what they were saying on their Twitter. So we've had a, another message come through from Sam hashtag Roop out. It's quite a lot of Roops out. Uh, should we utilise Smith in the game versus Wickham? Definitely. Yeah, I'd stand. With up front with Cook, they have to go two up top. I would. I'd love to see that. I, I, I don't have I, no problem with that. I would almost be tempted to give Cook a rest. Well, yeah, oh yeah, um, just just because I think he's been. I mean, he did score so. Maybe that's that's not the case, but I think it's again what Hughes did really well last season was manage Cook. He rotated, he rotated him, and um, and it's a case of just put on Smith and just give Cook a little message that you, you know you played, you've been at your best for us when you've been under that little bit of pressure. In terms of now having something to prove, so you think we should go four four two? I would personally, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's, we can always that's never going to happen in the modern game, is it? Really? Yeah, no. Unless we bring back Paul. Drew. Yeah, he's, he's, he's... <laughs> that was a rumor. Yeah, yeah that, that was an early rumor tonight. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you, you said it now, Diane. Book, bookmakers have been that's going mental. Well, they coming yeah. in for Paul. Oh, my mother told me. They messaged me. No, I mean, 
all the bookies are listening to this uh, live space now as we as we speak and <laughs> they're trying to get the word on the street and, um... <laughs> I'll tell you what just put me down I'll become manager of Bradford City exactly <laughs> I, I, I don't get dropped <laughs> I, I don't think four four two is he's he's played much these days, is it? You know, kind of um, uh, as somebody said a little while ago. Can't remember where it was, but four two three one seems to be the sort of more or less the formation <laughs> at this level, doesn't it? And um, you know, it, it it's interesting because the modern game does tend does tend to be with just the one striker as well at the moment, doesn't it? You know, it kind of it goes through phases and um it's like you say it's a four two three one come four three three, whatever you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um how did um, Chappie play tonight and how many minutes he did he played get? very he well. He did. Yeah, he good. got he got forty five minutes. minutes did he get? He, um he looked yeah. Yeah. And obviously, the the right thing was to. And what about? Go ahead, Raj. Richards was back when he played well. That's good. He came on and nearly scored. I think he he put a bit too much swivel on it though, like on them TikTok yeah. videos, too much swizz, yeah. and it should have gone in, but he put too much curl on it. I thought Tomkinson didn't do too bad either because he, uh, he did very well. He did very well. Did yeah. Tomkinson? He's. Um, Again, it's only against Man City's kids. However, he looked mobile, didn't he? Yeah, looked very mobile. You know, um, he he pretty much dealt with everything. I mean, he didn't really have an aerial threat because Man City aren't obviously that sort of side. But he dealt with mobile players. His position was very good. He he was quick to the ball. It was just one time where he got himself out of position in one little yeah. incident in the second half, but I thought he did very well. But he also brought the ball out of defence very well as well. Some yeah. of the passes he made through into midfield were quite incisive. And, um, yeah, I, I I would happily put... And I thought Kieran Kelly did very well. Yeah. He's a good player, Kieran Kelly. He always gives 100%. Yeah. And I like it, the fact that he's versatile as well. He is, isn't he? Um, yeah. And uh, so, what did you think of the midfield too, guys? It was good. Smallwood and uh, Young Jeffries. Yeah, I think they played well. How did Young Jeffries play, Diane? Was he very good? It was. When I yeah, put my glasses good. on, because I couldn't really recognise them off. Yeah. <laughs> I had to put glasses on. Yeah, but was he good? Yeah, he put himself apart. Because I'm, I'm, again, from what I know, and I think we were saying this on the podcast on the other day, um, he seems another... Another player for the future, Young Jeffries. So that's good news. Yeah. Definitely. There were a couple of scouts at the game as well. Yeah. Were there? Were there singing? Uh, scouts. Uh, oh, no, were there? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that could uh, be anybody, sorry, couldn't it? Could be Bobby. It could be uh, any of the Man City players. Yeah. You remember when I said to you about Bobby's situation, if I am standing correct, if someone wants to do this research, I believe that he was only given a one-year deal. He was, because I checked it last night on the website on Bradford City. He was only given a one-year deal. So we need a new contract, guys. Yeah, if Sparks does one thing, he's got to to get that right. He's got to get that right with Bobby, because um, if not, he could end up in League One, I'm telling you now. It happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, you hope that that his family around him are going to say, you know, obviously you'd be better off getting full-time, full games, from full game time with Bradford City. But, um, you know, yeah, it, Sparks has got to be down 
in that office as soon as possible and he's got to be giving Bobby a contract. Yeah, it always seems to happen to Bradford City. We get good players and we always seem to sell them. Well, I think that's the model, though, isn't it? That's what yeah. we've done over the years in terms of um, how we've kind of kept afloat, really, with your, your McBurnies and your Naki Wells, etc. Yeah. Um, which, you know, at this level, it's always going to be likely that it's going to be the case. Um, I I personally believe, um, obviously, Bobby will sign the deal if it's offered to him, like you said the other day, Stan. It's because of the Bradford letter. Yeah. So... That will happen unless there's major interest, which you never know again. I never say never in football. Yeah, you know, and and picture yourself as a 19-year-old kid and some some top-end League One club comes in for you. be very tempting okay. and very hard to say no at this point. I mean, we'd all like to think if you were in that position yourself, you'd maybe stay maybe for another year um, playing regular football, but then again, none of us are a 19-year-old Bradford City fan playing for your hometown team. So, yeah. so in in that respect, it, it's kind of it's very very difficult to um, to say how he'll go. He seems to have a a good head on his shoulders and, and a really good network, a family network around him. So, let's hope for for his sake and for our sake that um, he he signs at least a two-year deal, um, maybe a three-year deal. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So, is there anyone else out there that wants to has anything to say uh, with regards to what's going on off the field or the or the game uh, or the game tonight? Anyone feel free to join the convert of these guys that are in this guest room. So, just looking at the match stats from Sky Sports. Yep. We had forty percent possession. Man City had sixty. We had nine total. Nine shots. They had thirteen shots. We had five on target. They had two on target. Mm-hmm. Two off target. They had eight off target, two bookings for those three for them. Oh, they get uh, pass passing eighty four point six. There's were ninety, and we've had three corners compared to their six, and we sixty nine point six tackles, right. and they had eighty uh, aerial duels. Well, they had we had thirty, had seventy, yeah. so we did play well yeah. in that way. We seem to play well. Who was your guys' man of the match? You three were there at the game tonight when you. I watched it on iPod, so. Give me a give, All right, still you still watched it. Give me your man of the matches, all three. Easy it. one, Smith. Yep. Right. I yeah, I agree. Ted, my new one. Got a hat trick. It, it puts you up there, doesn't it? So. Anyone else up there who did well as well, apart from Smith? I, th- I think I think the whole team really did well. Um, the, you know, the, especially in the first half. I think we'd we'd already won the game and. Um, we in the second half we we had our, our moments, but we just let them have possession. I think and and just a lot of their passing was was kind of that obviously that Guardiola sort of yeah um, style <laughs> passing. So it kind of skews the stats a little bit because it was all in mostly in front of us. So yeah, you know what, guy? I got my wish. At least Colin Doyle got another game, which he did, nice, which so. was good. Oh. And he played well. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he did. He was. He was. He was spot on. He was. Um, yeah. He uh, his positioning was was excellent, and um, he was basically mopping things up and and, and nothing faced him. But you know, <laughs> he's been one of our best keepers for a long, long time. So. Yeah, all I can say is about one of the Man City players that went from one half to the other and just missed that yeah. goal near the end. 
that was a good run from one of the Man City players. Yes, how did um, the guy that from Brentford that we got along the right back? I don't ask, but uh, 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 Danny, how you go? How did he play? How did he play? Sorry. He did play all right. I th- do you know? I think he's probably more suited to that kind of style of play because yeah. um, the it was less less of a physical game. It it it, it was kind of for me looking at it, it was more like an under 23s game in the same, yeah. um, in in that. You imagine that's how a couple of twenty-three side would play, um, and that seemed to suit Oyegoki. Obviously, I think when when it's like real men come in, it's it's a different proposition. But he also played it right back, which is his position as well. So that's why he's naturally better. He he did <laughs> he did well he did well. I, I think. Brad is still the man, uh, Brad's yeah. player of the season. Yeah, yeah Brad's the ever reliable. He's, he gives hundred percent. He's been good this season, and he's, not only last season. You know what you're going to get with Brad: seven out of ten upwards every week. Exactly. Um, so I'll put this out to everyone. Then, who's your player of the season so far? Um, Bobby Point. Bobby Point and mine. Yeah, he's, he's like the, the shining beacon of hope in the dismal season yeah. we've had. Is is we're gonna is gonna go with us, hopefully stick with us, That's and it. just basically grow and become yeah. a really good player. There's anything I want thing I protest about would be that making sure I get that deal sorted. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean for for me, I think Brad is player of the season, but no. so far, but I think Bobby's like you're only like one percent. It, it's almost neck and neck between the two, really. Um, yeah. In terms of, uh, but Brad for his consistency and and basically um, seeing off a, a a signing, albeit a loan signing, and and kind of making that position, re- cementing that position. And like Raj said, and I agree, he's played been six, seven. Well, no, sorry, he's been seven out of ten pretty much every week. Yeah. So Nige on Twitter has just put cheers, Kevin McDonald for stepping up and doing the. Job while others hide away. He's won four, drawn one, lost two. Mm. All comps think that's right. Fifty-seven point one percent win rate. I mean that's 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 decent, that's up, isn't it? So great return, isn't it? Yeah. Anyone got anything else to want to say? Quick two minutes on Wickham, if you want. Oh, you're going to do a podcast for that in a few days. I'd imagine you will, want you? So we can. Yeah, we'll be doing that at seven. Uh, get it in your diary, Raj. Seven right. p.m. Friday, bud. Yeah. I'll be ready for that. Be and also on the podcast going forward, uh, trying to get his name up. I know there's a, a guy on social media. I think he's going to start doing. Go Where is it? Let me just find him. Messages. Where's he gone? I think he's called the parade. Yeah, parade. Yeah, I think he's, he's starting up, guys. So I think after the game on Saturday, I think he might be starting one. Yeah. But if if he doesn't do one, or if I think he can't do, if he doesn't do one on Tuesday, if You'll you guys are happy to join, I'll, I'll do, one, yeah. do one. Yeah, that'd be great. Right. Pleasure, guys. Have a good evening. Have a good night, and on to Wickham. Let's let's do this and try and get through to the next round. Definitely. Should do. Have a good uh, rest of the night, everyone. Right. That time again. Uh, I'm going to say thank you, everybody, for joining. 
Stan, Diane, Raj, thank you. Wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Also, this podcast will be on all podcast services, YouTube, uh, search the Bracehodge. Also, on we're on Facebook, Bradford City, Up the Chickens. Thank you and good night. Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.